You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Cash well, it's a Thursday morning. Braden Harrington here. Davey Portman. We're drinking green tea. Why are we drinking green tea? Because I'm trying to be healthy. Because you're sick. I'm sick. Sick as a dog, as a big dog in a yard. (laughs) And why are you sick? Oh, I kind of overdid it this weekend. Yeah. 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 Um, Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, boy. Well, uh, I feel like because I live with you, I'm getting your cold just from being around. Yeah, probably. So thanks for that. I feel everyone I was with is ill. And I don't know who gave it to who. That's usually how it works. It's just lack All of sleep, those, too much wrestling. Oh, too much wrestling. Maybe a couple of bevies too many. Um, all those sick people in New York. Yeah. Um, shout out to all those uh, beautiful listeners I saw. Yes, tell um, me about this. You've met some of our up next post wrestling yeah. listeners I, in Brooklyn. I met NJ from NJ. Uh, who sorted us out with the with the competition ticket? Yes. Um, met competition winner Mike. Uh, it was great fun. Had a had a beer with him. He's also a barman. Um, Out in uh, New York, in Brooklyn. New, yeah, in uh, where where was he? Uh, I feel like he said Westchester, maybe Hell's Kitchen. But um, yeah, and he's in a band. So yes. Uh, We'll, oh, should have got the name of the band, but check them out. We'll, the Juke, we'll Jukebox it. Romantics or something like that. Oh, right, yes, yes. Jukebox Romantics. So check those guys out. Um, and I met a very nice chap called Walter. Not, uh, not, the, not, not Walter. Not Walter, Walter, but Walter. You wouldn't be here. Uh, yeah. Putting you in pieces. Exactly. Well, you told me that a listener was at the bar, McMahon's is yep. the bar, and you told me that he just kept buying you shots. Yeah, that was uh, SummerSlam night. Okay. He, he got me very much vodka-ode, as oh, I say. Oh, nice. Um, 
Yeah, really nice guy. Um, Connor from Ireland, uh, but oh. lives in uh, lives in the states now. Amazing. And he he bought me far too many cherry bombs. <laughs> and ch- ch- cherry bombs? Yeah. What's a cherry bomb? It's cherry vodka with Red Bull. Oh, oh, yeah. So you were probably hyped deadly, up for for, deadly. for SummerSlam. And this was after SummerSlam. Okay, got you. So okay. good on. Uh, oh, yeah, and was a write-off until about 10 minutes before Raw started the next day. Right, as you usually are when yeah. you're ready for wrestling yeah. events. Well, yeah. isn't that interesting that some listeners of, uh, of the post-wrestling, uh, some up-next people coming together because of the internet yeah. and got to, got to have some, some fun, just like we will be doing in next Chicago. Weekend. So you were in Brooklyn yeah. and then you were in New York. And you were probably enjoying all the lovely uh, pizza there, including two bros. Did you have two bros? I did this time. There what do you do? Artichoke pizza, which okay. is 24 right. hours, and it's just a couple of doors down from McMahon's. It's like right by the Barclays Center, and they're like really thick pizza. Oh, because usually New York is a kind of thin Yeah, it was right? good. It, I haven't really had pizza like it. Okay. I, like a lot of cheese, a lot of sauce, had the vodka pizza. All right. You, you've had enough vodka. Had pepperoni, <laughs> and what was the other one? Uh, There's clearly a lot of pizza. Good. It was good because because we're going to the the biggest competitor in the world of pizza. I mean, if if people say pizza in New York is the best, someone somewhere from Chicago will say, "Uh, uh-uh, it's Chicago pizza." Because now we're, you can have New York pizza, and then we're going to go to Chicago. We're going to have Chicago pizza, which is like deep dish. Deep dish. I yeah. think. Have you had that at all? I don't think so. No. I've I had it like mock up in uh, Detroit, a place that right. was really popular there that does it. But I want recommendations as well. Like uh, I yes. feel, I feel more so in the states than anywhere else. Everyone has their favorite that they like. Whenever I've gone on trips there, when I'll I'll ask my Uber driver, "Hey, what shall I do while I'm here?" And right. I don't necessarily say food, but they're always like, "You want the best fried chicken in the world? You go to this place. You want the best pizza in the world? You go to this place." All right. I feel everywhere else, it's like, "Oh, I really like this restaurant, which is, which is this. Like, check sure. it out." But they're like, "No, this is the best." So, I want to know where the best pizza is in Chicago. Where the best pizza in Chicago uh, is a good question because that's definitely what we want to eat. So I know we've had a few people hit us up with actually some pizza places. Nice, good. And there's definitely one that is, it starts with a P and some people from Pizza, pizza. (laughs) Uh, No. Uh, A few people have said it to me, so maybe that's the spot. Also, John Pollock has agreed to go to the Home Alone house. Oh, yeah? So uh, looks like we're going to the Home Alone house. So the whole crew's going to be there in Chicago that weekend. So yes. Do if anyone's making the trip, hit us up. Um, I think people from last weekend can vouch that I'm 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 a nice guy. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm not scary. Um, and I'm not scary, but I'm not a nice guy. Oh. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it'd be lovely to see any of you guys. Yeah, there. I'm actually it was great meeting all you guys this weekend. Right. Isn't it's pretty yeah, fun. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun meeting people who kind of listen to you or kind of know things about you and you don't know anything about them yeah maybe, right it's strange um i know that my friends from uh new york area are going to be there daniel and 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 co they're going to be there in chicago i'm looking forward to seeing them our friend scrump who's actually from chicago from pro wrestling tees he's down there we're going to hang out with him i'm convincing him uh i was texting with him yesterday because He's he has a Young Bucks outfit that, that he has made. He's right. worn to WWE shows. Wow. 
and he's debating whether or not he's going to wear it to All In. And I said, obviously, you have to dress up like the Young Bucks if you have the costume. He's got the tassels oh, and the tights and everything. So it's, I, I love the costumes at these right. weekends. Well, um, you, you, you have an idea for dressing up at All In. Who do you want to be? I want to be Red Shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, how, do you be, how do you be Red Shoes in, in costume like that? Buy some red shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and be really overdramatic. Yeah. When you take a bite of pizza, be like, oh my God, that's the best pizza. Just shake my head, hands on hips. Just, oh, jeez. I finally got to finish the G1 last I know, that's why I bought red shoes. <laughs> I can't believe, I, I, I kind of, I assumed what the final would be. Sure. Um, As did many. And, uh, yeah, I, I loved it, thought that. I think I, I preferred the final to the Kenny Ibushi match, personally. Sorry, so what was your favorite match throughout the whole thing? If throughout the whole thing, I'd still say Naito Kenny. Sure. Um, that was earlier, right? You that know, was... Like one it of the was, first matches. No, no, it was... Uh, not Naito Kenny, sorry. Ishii Kenny. Ishii Kenny, yeah. Um, uh, Which is now a rematch for the, the title. Right. At the, the, the next show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if the crossover of our listeners, all of them listen to... Uh, all of them watch the New Japan stuff as well, but it's really interesting because now you have Kenny versus Ishii for the title, and you have Hiromu who's out. He's relinquished the, the junior heavyweight mm. championship, so they're doing a bunch of matches there. Like almost a little mini tournament yeah. there with two of the British, uh, your favorite British wrestler, Will Ospreay, <laughs> versus maybe your actual favorite British wrestler, uh, the villain. Um, and the winner of that gets to go on and maybe be uh, the champion but I do think it would be Osprey there unfortunately yeah. because if you've been watching the the being the elite have you seen Okada teasing well Martin's two... trying to bulk up <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 205 is where uh, I mean his his girlfriend fiance something like that just debuted on the show we just watched right yeah. now so I don't know. Maybe the villain will make his way into WWE NXT. Hopefully not 205 Live. Hopefully not. I think he's great. I think he's one of the best. Um, I, I did like the... Uh, I think the Kenny Ishii match was my favorite one as well. I don't know. I really liked Kenny and Koda just because... Um, like everything that goes on with that sure. story and the storytelling. But really great I thought, stuff. Yeah, the last few... I mean... Oh, every uh, match is just crazy. It's Tana such Ashi a compare. It was really. awesome. Uh, Tanahashi... Ibushi was awesome. Um, I, there was so much good stuff. I'm trying to think. It seems ages ago since the early matches right, now. Yeah. And, um, so do you, do you think it's going to be Tanahashi and Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know really. I mean, yeah. I assume Ibushi will get a, a match for the title down the line. And right. Toriyano needs one as well. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> that was a fun match. I enjoyed that actually. Yeah, I feel like anything with, with Kenny, though, is always good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you finally finished it so I yeah. don't have to... I, I'm amazed. I was, like, with wrestling fans all weekend and didn't hear anything. Hey, you know why? Because it probably shows that a lot of WWE fans are not really into, like, the New Japan True. stuff. Like, one of your friends came down when you were... The night before you flew out to Brooklyn, one yeah. of your friends came in and we were talking and he's like, I have no idea about anything other than... WWE. Yeah, he's got a Vince attitude, like... yeah. You haven't made it until you made it in WWE. Sure, right, yeah. Well, you know, he, I'm sure he loved all the SummerSlam matches. <laughs> uh, how did you like the, the, the weekend that was? I know you did, we did our show with John Pollock mm. on Saturday night, 
postwrestling.com. It's on both Post Wrestling and Up Next feeds. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably listen to, the, to that because this is the Brooklyn Takeover Hangover, if you will, because it's just two matches and some filler. But how did you enjoy SummerSlam? Because you were there as well. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I I found Raw really difficult. This right, year. I did not. Watch I, it. I I do tend to do. I tend to do at least three shows. I have done the. I like. I did the four shows at Mania this week, and it's it's a slog. It's hard work. Um, Raw was especially difficult slog. this year. It was just just a load of filler, basically. Right. Like unimportant stuff going on until the end. The end was great. Um, that though should have. Ha- I watched SummerSlam at a bar. <laughs> Me and my buddy were like, hey, we kind of, we kind of, we kind of want to watch SummerSlam. Let's go find it. So we found like the only bar in Toronto that was playing it. Like we could have watched it at home, but we were like, oh, let's just like go out. And there wasn't too much of a turn up, uh, but there were some people there. And uh, I kept saying like, oh, I think there's going to be a Shield reunion at the end of this pay per view, and it didn't happen at SummerSlam. But then it happened on Raw, so I was just like, I no, I think they did it the right way round. I think they, they want. They want people to buy these four nights right. when they're going, and you need to give them something. So, like having the New Day win on SmackDown rather sure. than at SummerSlam. But that seems like it was just a fluke because of the injury. True, so. but I think if you think back to uh, SmackDown after WrestleMania, that was Carmella cashing in. You, sure, you need something to entice fans because I know the first SmackDown I went to when it was the the first of the four night thing. Nakamura debuted that was cool but that was it and we all kind of came out going it's not worth it right. so I think saving you need to treat those diehard fans who are going all of you the night you need to give them something yeah and I and I think also I just felt watching SummerSlam was like was was entertaining I always watch you know SummerSlam yeah. is one of the biggest events I've always watched since I was a little kid and I just felt like this year I had some good marquee matches. I really enjoyed Daniel Bryan and Miz. I hated Miz winning, but maybe that's because he's doing his job as a yeah. heel. But then I also liked Joe and AJ. I thought it was a little slower than I anticipated. It was slow but, to start with. But it's still good. Yeah. Um, but then, like, everything else, I kind of was just, like, it was really flat. The main was I, flat. I felt me. they were kind of... I thought they were pretty smart with how they booked. I didn't, I, I didn't like it. I didn't they, like it. They, like... Having Balor come out as the demon sure. in the match that everyone was like, okay, as soon as Balor Corbin yeah, comes we out, did, I'm we going did call, to, I did I'm call that, to yeah, we did, I did it call was that clever, that was because I, I was heading out to go to the toilet and so then you I missed heard, the demon. No, I heard the boom boom and I was like, all right, I'll come back because sure. I want to see the entrance. ribbons and yeah. face paint and a guy dressed up as the demon. Yeah, um, so they were smart with that. I think as much as it looked made Braun look like a bit of a bitch I thought they were that's what I'm saying I thought everyone looked like a bitch okay there were a few sort of you both suck chance but it was nowhere near as bad as it could have been I would have rather seen like an amazing match between Brock and I would have rather seen 10 minutes of just like chaos and then Braun comes out and then Brock throws beats him up and throws it then the problem is I I don't think the crowd will care anymore right. if they have a good match right. or not They're, the crowd are going to shit on it no matter because what to start with so I think it was smart bringing Braun out at the beginning but then to just not cash in yeah it was, just, it was lame it was but like, it, what? it worked it worked because everyone was expecting I just didn't go home it was like a, no, a non-finish to me true it, the match was it, the match it, was nothing it achieved what they they needed 
They needed to just wrap up this story. They needed yeah, to get the title on Roman. I thought it was trash. And I thought it was not good. It, it proved to me why. I, why do I keep? Why do I keep coming back? It's like the. It's like your ex that you just can't. You can't shake, and then finally you're like, you know what? I'm not going to watch the main roster for a little bit. I'm yeah. done with that. And then you're like, hmm, SummerSlam's looking all right. SummerSlam's looking pretty good tonight. Yeah. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll pay SummerSlam a little visit, and then you watch it, and you're like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good, too. And no, 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 don't like that. No, now I know why I don't want to watch you anymore. Uh, I just, like, Braun Strowman reminds me of Hulk Hogan. Uh, Not because he's racist, but because he's, like, very limited in the ring. He's very, like, old-school American, like, yeah, get these hands. And, like, it's just, maybe it's just not for me. Yeah. But, um... I... I feel it was the right thing to do. I think it's it makes going moving forward a bit right. like sure it might have been a bit flat, yeah. but now it's cool. We've got Very a full time uh, champion. Yes, Roman uh, and and now the Shield they're together presumably. So yeah, you know that is more exciting for me. Why keep the Shield apart when they're so much better together? So I agree, and I I feel the same with. Uh, the new day, like okay, they've just got the titles again. Right, but right. I'd like to see them in singles pushes. But that doesn't mean you have to break them up. Exactly. You can have them be affiliated with each other. You can have every now and then right. they'll team up and be the shield. It's uh, like they'll it's... be in each other's corner. But like Bullet Club or whatever, like yeah. they're all doing their own thing. But they're they're not always. It's like the Wu- it's like the Wu Tang Clan, David. You can be Method Man and do your solo stuff, but you still are part of the Wu-Tang Clan. Do you know who the Wu-Tang Clan is? I do. Oh, okay, great. I was going to see him last year. <laughs> That'd be alright. They were in that Lincoln Park Oh, with, with Wait, Blink-182 was supposed to play with the Wu-Tang Clan? Lincoln Park, Wu-Tang, and Machine Gun Kelly. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah. That I'm so, Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like maybe The Shield being together is a great time because soon you'll have the Bullet Club come in and then you can have Shield versus Bullet Club. Undisputed coming up. There you go. There's, yeah, like, there's so many you, things you there, can do. There's, I think a Dean turn is going to come eventually. Eventually. But, but you can't... There's only so many times you can split them up and right. bring them back together. And I feel because of the the injuries and stuff, they, they never really split them up after the, the last, last time they got yeah. back together. They were just doing their own thing. Yeah. But I think you should you should hold off because I think an Undisputed Shield thing is something yes. people will want to see. I'm just like, look at all the, the people who wear Bullet Club shirts or any like faction, yeah. essentially. It's like an easy grab. Like, oh, it's a, it's a team, it's a group, it's an alliance. It, it helps stories, it helps everything. Yeah. So when there's these three guys that are kind of like they always seem to fall something's off when they're just by themselves like Roman gets booed all the time Seth is just coming into his own I I felt but then you had Dean who just came back everything putting them together is is more entertaining I'm not a huge Dean Ambrose fan I'm not either but he looks jacked now maybe he got gets better in the ring (laughs) yeah he didn't really look yeah he didn't look like it but yeah yeah. well I I I like that aspect of the storyline everything else was kind of like eh it was alright but Mm -hmm. Uh, I enjoyed NXT TakeOver far more than I did I I did as well, um, but that's always the case. Right. Um, Didn't feel it was the best TakeOver. I felt... Sure. um, Felt it ended a bit flat. Yeah, Um, it did. Both nights I felt like... Usually at a wrestling event, this is what is supposed to happen. The good guy wins and you're like, yeah. The guy who was supposed to win wins. Or the bad guy wins and then you're like, oh, what a bastard. Both events I went leaving, watching, being like... 
yeah, all right. Yeah. It's not really, I don't know. Like, that's the reaction I got. That's yeah. not a good reaction. So, no. Uh, I, I still enjoyed the takeover. It was a, quite a good show. Yeah, it was. As we learned here on our hangover show that just recapped literally everything. everything. <laughs> so, we can go into that and we can chat about basically recaps of NXT TakeOver. We can do some, basically, where do we go from here now for NXT this week. So let's talk about that. Sunglasses and Advil. Last night was mad real. Sun coming up 5 a.m. I wonder if they got calves still. Think about the girl and All right. Let's do a quick, quick roll call here for NXT. Undisputed Era are still the tag team champions. Ricochet is the new North American champion. Kyrie Sane is the new women's champion. Oh boy. I, know, I know you're happy about <laughs> that. Um, and Ciampa is still the NXT heavyweight champion. So some things have changed and some things stay the same. Um, we, we start off with the, the one of two matches here in this episode, which is Bianca Belair, who is returning to action. And uh, she's going to face the, the woman I was talking about earlier, Diana Perrazzo, who has now signed to WWE NXT. Um, she will be a force to reckon with in the NXT women's roster, I'm sure. I mean, she's been in uh, some dark matches. Was she not in the... I feel we saw her We've seen her. Ago, didn't we? We've seen her. Like, yeah. We've seen her in WWE NXT on and off uh, throughout the past few years, but now she's signed. Mm. In fact... Uh, she's off the all-in card because she took this right. deal with WWE. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, do I stay with these group of indie people who are doing really well, or do I do what I always want to do and sign with WWE? Yeah. No matter where you are, I feel like I would take the WWE deal yeah. just because I want to do that. But um, like I said, is this a little, maybe a crack in the door for her uh, her significant other, Marty Skrull, the villain, to maybe perhaps make his way into WWE? I would like to see that. Mm. So you can have great matches with Jack Gallagher. With the fight of the umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds so sad. I hope that doesn't happen. Um, this match starts off. I'd like to mention Bianca Belair, her, her int- entrance music has like a whip noise in the beginning. Like, whoosh, yeah. her hair. And she's got like a pretty much uh, a female version of Montez Ford, the Street Profits, their sure. theme song sounds very similar. Sure, Same yeah. chord progressions are in, in the, the horns and the trap kind of hip hop stuff. Uh, I need to get this theme on my iPod. Um, they basically uh, chase each other in the beginning, trying to step each other up. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo hits a satellite head scissors into the Fujiwara armbar, but Bianca gets out of it, hits a tilt a world gut buster. And then locks in a, a full Nelson, which you don't see as much in wrestling these days. You know the full Nelson? Mm. When I was a kid, that was the move to put on other kids. I'd but like, it was the easiest to slip out of. No, because if you lock it like Chris Masters, it's hard to Just get out. Just put your arms in the air and Yeah, yeah, but if you, once, you, once you get that master lock in, it's, you can't get out of it. Uh, I remember one of my best friends, he, he, he like went to wrestling with me a few times, but he always was like, oh, like... That move is doesn't look like it hurts, and I'm like, well, watch like Chris Masters was on TV at the time. I'm like, watch how this guy does it. He like rags all the guy. Like that's gotta hurt. And he's like, no, nah, it doesn't hurt. I'm like, let me put you in it and I'll show you. So I put him in a full Nelson, and he's like, this doesn't hurt. I'm like, yeah, but you're supposed to like wring the neck. You're supposed to like 
you know, put mm. some pressure. He's like, yeah, all right, do it. So I did it, and I started. I, I'm a pretty big dude. I started doing it to my friend, <laughs> and he's he's like, stop, stop. And he, to this day, he's like, he calls it the Willie Nelson. He doesn't know the difference between the full Nelson and the Willie Nelson. He says this is very painful. He, he says, why did you do that to me? And I, he made me do it. I was saying with my mate with the figure four. He's like, right. figure four is the most bullshit. Movie. Yeah, how does that? Put it on, and so I did it, and I'm like, you ready? He's like, yeah, locked it. Ah, up and out, and you snapped his leg. <laughs> it's a painful move. Now the flip over, we all know, does not work. No. Does not work, but in the world of wrestling, sure. Um, well, Bianca Belair has the old-fashioned full Nelson. She's trying to get her to tap out, but it, she does not. Uh, Bianca goes for a standing moonsault, but Diana moves out of the way. There's a pump kick and then a handspring drop kick to a seated Bianca from Perazzo. Then the Fujiwara armbar, but Bianca gets out of it. Hits the Psycho Driver number three, or the Face Buster, or whatever she's thinking of the name for it now. And Bianca Belair pins Diana Perrazzo in what was a cool little matchup here, I thought. I thought I mean, both were great. Yeah, I thought this was a great little match. I mean, obviously Bianca is trying to get the, the push here because she's the NXT talent yeah. who's been here. But I feel like Diana definitely will have a slot in uh, NXT because she showed she's she's great. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match. Yeah. Uh, I thought both looked great. I'm... A big fan of Bianca. I think she's just got it. She she knows how to work the crowd. She knows her character. She looks great. She's great in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's only a matter of time before she's challenging. Kylie. Yes, yes. Um, I think she she has a long future. Uh, I don't know how I'm, what I'm saying, but she's great. I like her. Um, she's a beast. She's mm-hmm. like super athletic. Yeah. She could probably bench press me and you. Yeah. Like real realistically, she's she's a strong strong lady um we go to the dream and kathy kelly they're backstage uh after his match um although i think this was supposed to air right now on this episode because he's promoting next week and they aired this on their website and twitter and he's promoting stay tuned for this week so i'm pretty sure he's talking about next week because they're Mm. doing some some tapings and stuff right uh he said he asks kathy kelly what are you doing Wednesday night? And she's like, uh, nothing. So Kathy Kelly has nothing to do on a Wednesday night, which I find hard to believe, Kathy Kelly. Um, and the dream says, tune in because I'm going to, you're going to bask in my experience again, essentially. But then the mo- more interesting interview, which is really rare for me to say considering we just had the dream, EC3 is backstage and he, uh, he says, He's, he was here for victory after victory after victory after victory. He says victory maybe a hundred times in the span of 20 seconds. He says, but you know what? It was victory, victory after loss. But it's not over. It's not over. It's not over until I win. So he says he's not giving up, and that's his attitude here. He, he says, even though I've been losing a lot, I'm in NXT. I, I'm going to keep going until I do win. But then he's asked about the attack of Alistair Black. Uh, He says, now, I'm not a detective, but I'm going to play detective here. And it was Lars Sullivan. So EC3 calls out Lars Sullivan here saying, yeah, if if I got my job broken, I'd like to take a cheap shot at Alistair Black too. And basically drops this, this knowledge that he thinks that it's Lars Sullivan who took out the former champion. And he says... I'm just like Kaiser Sose, and then he uh, leaves the the shot. Do you know who Kaiser Sose is? Yeah, Usual Suspects. Are we still allowed to watch that movie? Am I allowed to like Usual Suspects? It's a good Kevin Spacey film. 
but you know, I like uh, what's the other one, American Beauty, way better movie, yeah. way better movie in my opinion. Um, now I EC three is obviously starting a feud here with Lars Sullivan yeah, because I don't think Col- it's Lars who did it. Oh, because like, he's calling him out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyone they implicate, I don't think it is. Yeah, once you say it's someone, it's probably not yeah. that person. Kayfabe wise, it made sense because yeah, he did get his sure, job broken completely. and all that stuff, but no. You know why? Because it's Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Who's the villain? Um, yeah, I, I think EC3 here cutting this promo was a little weird because he kept saying victory quite too many times. But him leading into another feud from a promo like this is mm. is cool. So uh, I guess we'll see that match down the line. I assume Lars attacks him. It's like, don't yeah. don't say my name. Yeah, I assume name. Lars must be ready pretty soon I hope yeah I hope so I want to see more of Lars is that weird (laughs) (laughs) is that strange I think I'm the only Lars Sullivan fan Uh, but I I think he's getting better and I I think I like to see him Um, so we'll see him attack EC3 very soon I'm sure Um, we go to another backstage interview because that's what these hangover shows are baby Um, Ricochet and just before Ricochet could literally say anything Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong walk into the frame and they're basically like, you were lucky, you ain't shit, basically <laughs> telling Ricochet, like, you beat Adam Cole, but we're gonna, we're gonna get you. They're being like wolves, the hyenas circling Ricochet. And uh, a friend comes from the back there, walking through. Pete Dunne interrupts and says, what are you, what are you guys doing? Get out of here. And they retreat. And Ricochet says, thanks, mate. And Pete Dunne says, I ain't your mate. I just want that piece of gold that you have. And then he walks off and Ricochet says, all right, all right. <laughs> it's like when I mock you. It's, <laughs> all right, all right. Um, Ricochet realized that uh, maybe he's not the greatest on the microphone. So maybe if I have a British accent, I'll go Ooh. for it. <laughs> so I get that game shark, the British accent. <laughs> Um, that's very interesting. So Pete Dunne first comes to the aid of Ricochet, but then says, ah, I'm just here because maybe I want the North American Championship. So what happens there? They do. Ha- they have announced that next week on NXT, it will be Ricochet and Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. That should be awesome. That should be crazy. But does that mean we're going to get Ricochet versus Pete Dunne? Eventually, down the line? Yeah. Title versus title? I can see it maybe as a TV match sure. rather than because we got War Games, so we got to I think Dunn War Games is, is a while though, right? November. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. It's a long time. So we got we got some TV over. matches yeah. before then, and I, NXT this year's TV matches have been insane. So yeah, it'll be good. But um, yeah, I, I'm interested because they clearly teased that like it was Pete Dunne. Oh, it was yeah, per- we'll it was purposely it. done. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna say it and not do it. Exactly, um, and I like that he said, "Don't call me, don't call me. I'm not your mate." I'm not your buddy, pal. I'm not your, I'm not your buddy. Um, yeah, so that's the ma- the tag match next week. Um, maybe Adam Cole somehow gets put into that slot again because he he lost his title. Mm. He deserves a rematch. Um, we get an update now on the who shot Mr. Burns uh, version. Uh, who took out Alistair Black? And there's there's some updated information here on the case. And Mauro Ronaldo's voice says, Enhance the footage! Enhance! Enhance! There's a an NXT superstar that was on the rooftop during the entire thing. Therefore, they think this person 
was was a, a witness in the case. And after such technology of enhancing, it was revealed that Nikki Cross was on a roof of Full Sail overlooking a parking lot the entire time of this, uh, this heinous attack. Now tell me something. They have all this footage, but why don't they have the footage of the actual attack? Yeah. <laughs> True. Like what? The camera here shows Alistair Black is laid out here. Yeah. Well, we'll then rewind it. <laughs> like we work at a bar and you work at a bar. Like you, you have security footage for a reason. You yeah. pull it back. You enter in the time slot, and then it shows. We do have blind spots though. Ah, yeah. so maybe this this uh, attacker knew where the blind spots were in. Uh, in the par- parking lot, but Nikki Cross saw it all. And Morrow mentions that the NXT, uh, like the the people, the producers, and everything like that, have tried to talk to Nikki Cross to see what she has seen. You know, maybe she has some uh, vital information here. She's a witness in the case. She's a witness in the court of law, and she refuses to talk. So we'll get some more information. On Who are that. you thinking it will be? Johnny Gargano. Gargano. It has to be. Uh, it's probably Champa. I can see it being someone new. I can see it. Uh, maybe Keith Lee. Keith or, Lee? Yeah. Like one of the new guys. Like, I don't think it's going to be anyone obvious. You think it'll be like a, a new... Or or Ono, maybe. Because they're like, they've been hinting at a more like vicious side of him and he's pissed off by losing all the time. I don't think it's going to be a main a major a main player guy. Yeah, it could be. I would maybe that makes more sense. I think they'll use it to elevate a new feud. Could it be EC3? He's running his mouth on about someone else when it could have been him. He's not a really. Evil. I think he's too liked. Smart. Even though he's a bit of a heel, I think right. he's too liked. Yeah, I don't know. So who do you who do you think it is? You think it's Cassius Ono that attacked? I'm going to say Ono. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I bet you a dollar. Right. Uh, I'll bet you a slice of two bros pizza cool. the next time we're in New York City. Nice. April, <laughs> Isn't it a dollar? Yeah. Oh, April, you're already planning your WrestleMania <laughs> trip. Is that so? For, for MSG and Ring of Honor or TakeOver? I don't know Yeah, I don't know. I'd go to that MSG show, yeah. man. I'm telling you. Um, so now we go to uh, Shayna Baszler is backstage. The four horsewomen including Ronda Rousey. Um, oh, yeah, there. she was sat in front of me. Oh, yeah, during Yeah, kept telling her to sit down. Was she, well, we, she... There was that basically this security guy who kept on telling everyone to sit down. It's like, we, we're going to keep standing up. Right. Like, it, it's not just like one person is in the way. Everyone stood up and this right. guy was like, sit down, sit so down. So it's Ronda's fault. And so we'd sit down and everyone's like, bloody Ronda's in the front row and standing up. <laughs> so we were trying to sit down Ronda. And the guy didn't ask her to sit down, believe it or not. Damn. Damn, Rhonda. Her privilege. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Rhonda is here. She doesn't say much. But Shayna says that Kyrie Sane didn't beat me. I lost. I'm still the better fighter, and I'm going to prove it. I'm not... This is not over. I need a rematch, essentially, is what she says here. And they all walk off. Uh, so does Shayna Baszler get her rematch against Kyrie? Yeah, again, it's a long time till the next one, so do you see that as a TV match and then moving on to a different yes. feud for November? <clears throat> yeah, I don't I don't need to see Shayna. I, I did like their match mm. uh, from this past takeover. 
I enjoyed Kyrie and, and Baszler. I thought it was really good. I thought they worked well together. I just think now you need to just move on. Well, John said uh, on the show the other day that uh, apparently there aren't any plans to move up Shayna just yet. So maybe she's here. She's so, kicking around for a while. Yeah. So I think TV feud will be fine. We need to see that Dakota Kai uh, story play out as well. So we'll see. I feel we've seen the end of that. I feel like Dakota Kai will sneak back in and do something to send right. Baszler uh, out of there. Um, so I guess we will see Shayna and, and Kyrie kind of maybe do a TV rematch. Yeah. Be fun. Um, there is a clip of Matt Riddle who was in the crowd on Saturday. Uh, I know we talked about that on the TakeOver show, but he could also be the attacker of Aleister Black. Yeah. But that's a heel. It's a that, heel. That's the thing. I think he's going to be over. So yes, like, he's like super I can't old. see you debuting him as a heel. <clears throat> right. Um, now, he's a guy who's going to debut in NXT very soon, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. But he's also going to be at Wembley. For Progress. Yeah. So, so Progress loses a bunch of guys from New Japan. But they gain Matt Riddle in his last... Yeah. How the hell did they get that? I, I assume because Progress and WWE are like... In bed a little bit. Yeah. Sure. And... I feel like it's a real shame what's happened with yes. Progress because they've lost quite a few talent. I believe uh, Travis is injured as well. Yeah, so he they've, is. they've lost him, they've lost Osprey, they've lost Zack Sabre Jr. And I mean, they would have been the three biggest big matches on the card. The big match would have been Havoc and. You had Havoc for your Osprey yeah. and, uh, and Zack Sabre Jr. going for the title. Right. Oh, man. That's yeah. They lost. They lost all their marquee names. Yeah. So bringing in Matt Riddle is pretty interesting. So I think they're like throwing them a bone a bit. Good. Um, Which I'm. Ha- I'm really happy they are. <laughs> yeah. Good for them because they. Not saying they needed it, but it would. It helps. Yeah. You know. So I don't even know what the matchup is. Is he fighting Walter? No, he's not fighting Walter. Uh, I. He's I fought him before. Card, actually. Let's have a look. So Matt Riddle in NXT. There's so many matches you could do here, let alone in the in the progress side. I mean, I would like to see. Matt Riddle kind of go into a main slot kind of right away. Is Pete Dunne and Mustache... Like, is British they're Strong still? Involved, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Because that they're on that card. Then that'll help, too. They're like the big-time British draws, I'd say. The draw. I don't think the card's out yet, yeah. no. Um, well, the British main event is here on NXT. You didn't get to see this match live. No. You weren't in the venue yet. No. It seemed like the crowd was super into it. I mean, this is a week later. They could definitely could have edited and added in crowd reactions and stuff. But it is the UK Championship title match. Zach Gibson, Liverpool's number one, versus Pete Dunne. A rematch from the Royal Albert Hall uh, show. Uh, it was Zach Gibson won the tournament, but then could not defeat Pete Dunne, and this is the rematch here. And you know what? This was a TV match that they taped before TakeOver. You didn't even get to see it. I thought this was amazing. I thought this could have been on the pay-per-view. This was so much fun. If you haven't checked it, go maybe check this out when you have nothing to watch. Um, Something I noticed, Pete Dunne came to the ring weighing in at 2.05. Just saying. Ooh. Just saying. Just remember. He needs to go to that uh, artichoke pizza place and just (laughs) scoff down a few. Bulk up. Be safe. 
bulk up. I'm sure they got some good food out, out in New York when all the wrestlers were there. I could imagine, like, imagine what me and you eat on a, on a night out when we've had some 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 pops. Um, I could only imagine the size of some of these guys, what they eat. Like, oh, yeah. what does Braun Strowman eat when he's having a few cold ones? Like, I couldn't imagine. So I had steak and oysters on my first night in New York. Ooh, yeah. oysters. I couldn't decide between the oysters and the steak, so... Surf and turf, baby. I both. Yeah, all right. I love it. I love both of those things. Maybe my two favorite foods. Um, yeah, this was a great match. Early on, they're, like, uh, trying to out-wrestle each other with arm drags and stuff like that. And Gibson hits a double throat chop, like a Mongolian chop to the throat. Um, Dunn works the finger and the arm. He's bending it and, and then stomps on Gibson's ear. They do this slap battle, like the slap bet, where they just literally are slapping the shit out of each other. And they roll around. Clearly had just seen Tanahashi. <laughs> and they do like the double... Like a double crab upside this down. This was awesome. I've never seen this. Yeah, before. I've never seen this either. They're like, still, their legs are attached to each other, like basically giving each other like a boss crab, sort of, while they're upside down on their head, facing each other, and they slap each yeah, other. Ridiculous. Really cool spot. Uh, the crowd really got into it. Um, Dunn then bends the elbow and stomps on it, but then Gibson fights back and gets like a key lock arm driver, arm breaker. Um, Pete Dunn's bleeding a little bit. Gibson's bleeding a little bit. It's crazy. It's anarchy in the U.S. Um, there's an angle slam by Gibson for a two count. Um, there's an overhead arm throw. Pete Dunn eventually uh, like hulks up, does a huge forearm, does his like Daniel Bryan backflip in the ropes, an enziguri, the German counter, then an X-plex into an arm bar. This move should be a finisher. This spot is crazy. Someone is going to steal this move to turn it, I mean, I've seen uh, Kyle O'Reilly do it a lot in Ring of Honor and, and in NXT. It's like a suplex, kind of like Seth Rollins, how he t- does the Falcon Arrow. Yeah. It, but you kind of do like the X-Plex more variation, and you, as you're both landing for the impact of the move, you lock in the armbar. Yeah. This is a finisher. Like, this is a crazy move. Somehow, Gibson gets out of it and rolls to the outside. This allows Pete Dunne to climb to the top rope, moonsaulting to the outside onto Gibson, Crazy match, honestly. They roll back inside, and if that wasn't enough, a sit-out powerbomb from Pete Dunne. I bet. Still only a two-count. Um, Pete Dunne goes for a moonsault in the ring, but as he's not quite upside down like Ricochet, but in midair still, gets kicked in the head from Gibson, which then allows him to hit, like, it, Pete Dunne standing in the middle of the ring, or closer to the turnbuckle. And off the top rope, Gibson jumps and hits the Codebreaker, which he calls the Ticket to Ride, uh, but only a two count. And I was like, damn, I thought this guy was gonna about to win the title on on an NXT like pre-taped thing. I bit on it, um, but Dunn kicked out. He blocks a second throat chop, stomps on Gibson's fingers, but this wasn't enough, and Gibson hits yet another Ticket to Ride. But then they're fighting back. It's basically, they're, they're both hulking up. Mo- finishers don't count here. Uh, they, they're still standing. There's a double enziguri spot where both, guy, both guys enziguri each other. And they're both down. They go up. Pete Dunne goes for a superplex. But Gibson counters with this weird like forward through suplex. Have you seen this? This is, this is a crazy spot as well. Um, I love both of both of these. Oh guys. yeah, I, when they were on the, the second row, yeah, it was Nigel like, was like, "Well, you can't hit a superplex from there." And then he he did. Um, so Gibson is a beast. 
um, but it wasn't enough. The Shankly gates are locked in, which is like that bending, like almost like a camel clutch, but not not touching the head. It's in that position, but you bend the arm back and get like a half Nelson there. It's a really cool submission. I should try it out on you sometime. Sure. And um, he, he, he keeps locking that in. He rolls through, keeps it locked in, but Pete Dunne keeps fighting. He can't quite reach the ropes with his hand, so he maneuvers his body, spits out his mouth guard, and bites the rope to get rope break with his teeth. So Pete Dunne gets rope break with his teeth. They're fighting. Again, his mouth guard is out. And Gibson picks it up, and, he, and he's holding it. And he goes to throw it into the crowd, but Pete Dunne, like Superman, jumps up, grabs his fingers that have the mouth guard in it, and does the finger snap. The, the mouth guard drops to the floor. He hits the bitter end. He pins Zach Gibson with blood dripping from his mouth, puts the mouth guard back in, puts the title in his mouth, does his Pete Dunne pose. Pete Dunne retains the UK championship in what I thought was a, an amazing match. This could have been on the TakeOver card, and we would have been talking about it. This yeah. was fun. If you usually don't watch these Hangover episodes, this was definitely one to check out. This was great. I love both these guys. I would like to see... I need to watch this UK show. When this, All we got was a coming soon graphic. I think the tapings are happening either this week. Yeah, there's more tapings. Like right, they, yeah. They've definitely... It's yeah, coming very soon. <clears throat> if guys like the these two are there having matches just like this, then sign me up. I yeah. need to check this out. The the quality of ma- of matches here are great. There was a spot during the, the near the finish of this, uh, Mauro Ronaldo basically cuts himself off and says, "Nigel, I can see the smile on your face is ear to ear because there's two Brits here having a match." And Nigel is like laughing and goes, "Yeah, it's like a human game of chess here, and it's fantastic." Yeah. So there's different, clearly different styles of professional wrestling that different people like, and this is clearly something I like. These two just yeah. ripping each other out of their sockets and doing crazy moves, and that X-plex into the armbar is insane. Everything about this was fantastic. I really liked it. I need to check out the NXT UK show, which I'm sure we will, and we will watch uh, as well. But as as well as the uh, BWE guys uh, from Post Wrestling, Bill, I'm sure we'll view it as well. So yeah, go check it out. Um, Hangover episode. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Two little I matches. Enjoy, I mean, you, you're going to have good matches on these shows. It's just, it is a lot of filler. Yes. Um, but no, I thought the two matches they showed were really solid. Um, and and now it leaves like, will Pete Dunne challenge Ricochet for the titles? Will it be a title versus title? I don't really know if that makes sense. kind of hurts one guy, elevates one, but... What about... Um, I don't need Ricochet being a UK champion. What about do a kind of triple threat with Adam Cole with both belts on oh, and then he like walks out two out three and uh, then like a two, remember four, WrestleMania 2000 exactly, Angle, Angle Benoit, Benoit, Benoit and Jericho yeah Jericho so Jer- Angle walked in with both titles both. and walked out with none yeah and Jericho had the European and Benoit had the IC or whatever yeah, was, or the yeah. Other yeah so that could be that uh, yeah maybe they haven't that's done that in a long no, time obviously that's what I'm thinking Okay, sure. Fantasy book that, because that sounds... And those three would have an insane match. For sure. I really liked... Uh, I've been liking Pete Dunne, everything he's done. I've liked Adam Cole. I've liked Ricochet. You're right, that would make a lot of sense. Uh, but it would be very funny if Adam Cole walked out with both. What I do like about there being so long between takeovers yeah. is you can do these, these rematches on TV. Sure. It's not like... 
So we've got, on the main roster, we've had SummerSlam, we're going to get the Hell in a Cell and Super Showdown coming pretty close, and Evolution for the women. You, so a lot of these rematches are going to happen pretty much straight away on the next pay-per-view. Right. It's nice when you've got two months before the next, over two months before yeah, the next got show. Time. You can get a lot of this on TV, you can build good stories and have something fresh for the next takeover. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, it makes sense. I feel like the next set of TV matches that we'll get will be really good. Just yeah. like this one. Like, this probably went 15 minutes. It felt like five. But it, it went, it was the main event. It was like half the show. I feel like if you have more of those matches on TV, it makes it more entertaining. I watch wrestling for match quality. Like, I like matches. Yeah. I like good matches. I like the storytelling in it. I'm not so much into the kind of ridiculous WWE type storylines anymore. I'm more into the actual in-ring stuff. And this is why I like NXT, because most of the time, this past year, all the matches on TV have been that way. Yeah. They've been good. The quality is, is remaining good, So I and it keeps getting better. So, yeah, I'm interested in seeing where they go. I would like to see Zach Gibson maybe more on, uh, I think, but I guess he's sticking to the, the, UK, the UK show. Yeah, true. Too many cooks. Um, let's go to forum here. Uh, feedback on our forum, forum.postwrestling.com. I'm going to assume we don't have too many, because... Most people don't check in for this uh, like recap hangover episode of NXT. No, we did get one on Twitter as well, so I think as we don't have much, we'll... Sure, you go find that and I'll read one here. Carlos from sunny Scotland. Very happy to see the future Mrs. Carlos make her NXT debut. I'm assuming he's talking about Deanna Perrazzo, uh, which I think she might Your be taken. Yeah, buddy. you might be uh, You might be taken there. Um, <clears throat> Bel Air can... Although she does like Brits. There you go. Uh, maybe not the Scottish. No one likes the Scots. Hey. <laughs> Belair continues to show she will walk out champ come WrestleMania. That's his prediction, is what he says in brackets. Gibson is so good. Perfect heel for the UK show. And bait is always great. Wait, you... you I assume he means dumb. Yep. There. <laughs> the, but bait is always great. It's, it's not wrong. It's just nothing to do with today's show. <laughs> The who did it backstage bits were fun and EC3 killed it. Question, where do you see the North American champion and NXT championship go? The loss by Cole and Gargano have really opened the for fresh matchups until Alistair comes back. Yeah, so now you can have Ricochet kind of move on. I would like to see him kind of, you know, fiddle with the era, Undisputed Era, for a little bit more. But where would you go? Well, we just predicted maybe a three-way with Dunn. Sounds crazy. I mean, Riddle, Ricochet, take my money. Yeah, instantly. For war games. Unfortunately, I'd say Riddle has to beat him inst- right off the bat. Riddle has to be booked like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, he's got to be undefeated. Like, he's just got to be a monster. Even though he, he's got the smile on his face and the whole bro thing, which I'm sure will make so much money in the WWE. Oh, like, yeah. that gimmick is just easy. Yeah. And he lives that gimmick. With the flip-flops. Yeah. And the flowy See hair. the hats. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I'll buy a hat, sure, if it says bro on it. Uh, uh, NXT title. I think they're going to split Ciampa and Gargano until Mania. Little bit, yeah. Now. Gargano will beat Ciampa at WrestleMania this year. Like, at, in some capacity, that will happen, yeah, I think. I think so. But split them off. You've got... Uh, once Black's back, you've got Ciampa... Black. Ciampa Black. You'll have Gargano Black... Um, maybe someone fresh for Champa, but yeah, I I think they're gonna they've got to split them off. I do love this feud. But Matt Riddle versus Gar- uh, Champa right away. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to read one then? Sure. Um, Dicky from Brisbane, 
Uh, <laughs> hey guys, I didn't watch the show yet. Still hungover from Brooklyn. Me and you both. Yep. Uh, I hear Diona Parazzo was on the show. Interesting that her boyfriend, Mr. Skull, wasn't included in the Bullet Club. Ah. Who will decide where they go as a unit? Yes. Have you heard about this? No. So the the Bullet Club, yeah. including the Young Bucks, Cody, Kenny, and Hangman, have all been tweeting about and talking about a pact. So what? They all go, or they all yeah, stay? Yeah, they all stay together. However, just as uh, Dicky from Briz Baybane has said, the villain was not included in this pact. So is that foreshadowing something here? All in is in next week, two weeks. Yeah. What happens after that? Does Marty Skull all, all of a sudden take down a bunch of t-shirts off his website and then show up at NXT or, or WWE 205 Live? Like, where's Or knowing those guys, this could all be an angle. You know like, what? They're, like, they're yeah. so clever at just like, writing their own stuff. Yeah. Um, it could just be an angle. The villain has WWE written all over him, though. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I think he's one of my favorite wrestlers, period. Like, what, him versus Osprey is one of the best matches I've ever seen from this year. The judging match of the year this year is going to be the hardest thing for wrestling fans because you could tell me it's Almas versus Gargano, but then someone else could argue that, that like I just said, Villain versus Osprey could be better than that. And 2018 is a crazy year, but Villain is a is a WWE guy to me because he's got a character, he's got the, the voice, like yeah. he's, he's incredible on the microphone. And then in ring, his matches are, are insane, so... It's- it's finding the right time to see Yeah, right now like, wouldn't be a good time. There's too many cooks, like I said. Like, So you bring him in to NXT, where does he go? He doesn't go into the main slot. There's too many people right now in that slot. I just talked, joked about how Matt Riddle is going to come in and maybe jump into the main title picture, which probably isn't going to happen, which isn't fair. It wouldn't be fair for him. So you're going to put him on 205 Live? You know, what, are you going to beat Cedric for the Cruiserweight title? Who, Riddle? Uh, oh. A villain. Yeah. Like... That's not, I, exactly. that's not a big slot. He's um, making bank with these t-shirts and his umbrellas. And he's got villain shoes and villain everything. So good for Gargano like to split Gargano away for a bit. I don't know. I don't I'd know. rather see him... I'd I, rather I, stay with the unit. I'd rather them all yeah, come in. But I it's, don't know. Seems like he's not part of that pack. Because so the thing is, you're not... They're not like... There's no culling really anymore. Well, we rarely see that anymore. Those right. mass kind of cuts. Right. And every roster's bloated at the mm-hmm. moment. It's true. So maybe he should stay uh, a little bit. Um, also, please make sure Davey explains what happened during the main event of Raw. We came back from commercial and the entire crowd facing the hard cam was looking away and chanting stuff. I heard some people got carted away, but would love to know more details if you have them. Thanks. What happened during Raw? Um, was this the guy doing the suck it chant? Yeah, basically this... Uh, the face... This guy was sat next to um, face me Finn yes girl. the girl who always has the signs yeah yeah. Um, who and they both actually got kicked out the night before as well yeah so she had a sign that said FaceTime me Finn and then like once she got into the arena pulled off the time thing and it said face me Finn see I don't like that uh, I think it's really funny and, and you know what like she's like I'm just gonna like She's a, a, a girl who's going to these shows and she's kind of got internet famous from doing that. 
And and somehow you have a picture with her from the <laughs> which event, I don't remember. Which I was like, hey, you met that face fuck me Finn girl, and you're like, I don't I don't remember that. I'm like, uh, it's on Twitter. And there's a photo of you um, with you and your friends and her. I just if I were to go into a show and I would never do this, and even if you listen to me and you're like, uh, I think you would, I would not bring a sign that said Lana sit on my face. I no. wouldn't do that. I I personally I'm sure there's weird people in this world that would. But I don't. I wouldn't like seeing that. I and there are promotions that encourage that kind of thing. Yes. See, it's, like I went to I, years ago. I'm talking five years ago when Maria Canellis was in the Ring of Honor. Um, someone someone had a sign that said like uh, I want to I want to finger blast Maria or something along those right. lines. And and me five years ago, I was like, ha ha, that's funny. But mm, put it down. Like we saw it. Hilarious. Yeah. Take it away. You're good. Take it. Take it down. You don't need to hold that up all night. And the guy did. And then finally people were like, hey, like, sure, Ring of Honor doesn't have a lot of kids at these events. But there was a few. Yeah. Maybe don't have that up. Yeah. Why would they allow that on TV? So for this girl to have face fuck me Finn, hilarious. And then, okay, I'm over it. Yeah. Take it down. So she was sat next to this other guy who kept standing up, I think. The guy... He was doing suck it chance. Well, this, yeah. this guy... No, he wasn't start with. Oh, he was okay. just standing up. Like, they were both really into it right maybe a bit too much into it but cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> I've been told and uh, this guy behind him told him to sit down and there was a fight and he turned around and basically kind of did the Nakamura like come on and then suck it and all that right um, the crowd were actually on the guy who got kicked outside like he was being a bit of a tit but sure uh, there were lots of like everyone found him entertaining, entertaining. for that bit and started chanting like let him stay and things like that but yeah. they got thrown like uh, people get excited at these things um, but I did love like um, I thought Finn got the crowd back around did you watch the match? no I did not <laughs> oh Finn just fired up okay. and like completely got the crowd's people attention back straight away okay. just had like this flurry of stomps on reins that Sweet. kind of turned everyone around I mean these things happen the, as I said these are very long weekends and people like to entertain themselves too. yeah it's and people like the crowd as well that raw sucked right like it was so long I think the B team had fucking three segments it's like come on you've basically got all the people that weren't on SummerSlam yeah like sure. filling the time and and people like to entertain themselves so I I can see it from both sides I think the guy was being a bit of a tit um, but it was honestly like if you're going to wrestling go watch the wrestling stop trying to get yourself over yeah like, I agree don't you want to dress up like your favorite wrestlers and that's getting people kicked out then that's that's but then also from the performers it's like we're fed up with seeing headlocks and stuff so yes like Finn saw this happening it was like right I'm gonna fucking yes. get them back yes, yes. and he did this is very and true it's, like it's th like so okay we're clearly in a commercial break now because both have fallen outside for two yeah, minutes yeah exactly it's what do you expect like, people you've to got do? a live crowd there who've yeah. paid a lot of money to be there you're both like right. you're, you're all elite superstars get their attention why are we watching this knobhead in the front row pretending to be Nakamura it's like, it's, and squaring up to him yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're boring me right now yeah, you're entertain right. us you're, and like Finn right. got us back and I thought the rest of the match was fantastic but maybe it was that that yeah, ima fire up there imagine, imagine you pay X amount of money to go see a concert and then the guy the, the concert's like alright cool we're going to play these hits for you and then in between the hits we're going to play like some real mellow out stuff that you've never heard like just just something so boring, and you're like, well, 
what, what the yeah. fuck is this? Like, do, do the songs I want to hear. And it's like, no, no, I'm going to play songs off my new album. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't want to see that. No. I don't want to see headlocks all the time. Yeah. You know what? There was, I didn't watch Raw. Um, I haven't watched Raw in a long time. I watched SummerSlam. I saw a lot of headlocks yeah. on SummerSlam. Well, that... Wrestling like, evolves, and, and sometimes it feels like WWE doesn't. So, yeah. I don't know. That's what I said about that Joe-AJ match. It's, it's like, a little slow. Joe's been so personal with AJ right why are they trading headlocks remember, for the first 10 minutes remember when uh, CM Punk versus Chris Jericho was announced for Wrestlemania a few years 28? ago 28 and yeah. everyone's like wow this sounds like a WWE is letting us see Jericho versus CM Punk at Wrestlemania that sounds amazing and then what did they do they added a stipulation the night of they're like it's a no DQ so Jericho grabs the microphone and is like hit me hit me with a weapon and DQ yourself so I get the title it was just like Guys, no. What? Just give them twenty minutes, and they'll fucking kill it. Yeah. What did they do? They kind of ruined that match. I don't really like Jericho versus Punk from that mania. Didn't like it. You go to this Joe and and AJ match. It was like, oh my god, SummerSlam Joe and AJ, so great. What happens in the first five seconds before the match? Hey, Wendy, I'll be your daddy. It's like, I I liked. I did, but at the same time, I'm like, guys, just fucking wrestle. Don't need this stupid shit. But then it. It didn't bring that until he did it again later yeah, on. Exactly. It didn't bring that fire out right, from AJ. Right. Like it should have been straight away going for punches. I like, just like Rock and Austin, how they always used to start their matches other, with yeah. just like I'm gonna kill you. Right. I thought the match was great. Like it got really. It good. got good. Yeah. But why does it have to start off so formulaic? It was so slow. Yeah. I feel like that, a lot of AJ with, matches that were happened like with that. Roman, uh, Roman and Joe. Yeah. When they main evented, when they shouldn't have main evented. Right. It I was know. like just. It was a little slow. I, I thought so too, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I headlock. I'm not condoning people holes. being tits yes. in the audience, but and I do think people are trying to get themselves over a lot. Of the it time. happens a lot, yeah. And it does annoy me when you're watching like the cruiserweights killing themselves to try and get attention, and people are pissing about with beach balls. Exactly, yeah. But in the case of this main event, like I don't really blame them, and I thought the match ended out ended off being really good. With a whack finish, but it's whatever. I hate I hate non finishes in wrestling. In a UFC, like in a fight, in a real fight, there's never like, oh well, you know, this happened, this happened. It's like, no, we need a like. I don't like the the finishes where you have to go back to it. That's it's not a real situation. But they've got like six. I know, of TV I know. It's just to fill. Ridiculous. Um, let's go to our last bit of feedback here. Um, Will from Georgia loved the Pete Dunne versus Gibson match. It's always crazy to hear reaction the UK guys get and yet they aren't even utilized full time in NXT. This is the first takeover I've attended outside of Full Sail and the atmosphere was incredible. Being that's that being said, I'm so used to seeing NXT in front of 400 people or less. He's got a question. How do you see them dragging out Gargano and Ciampa now that they were forced into a third singles match already? The audience seems a little burned out. It feels like Gargano has to get the big win in the end to wrap the feud. Always keep up the great work. Um, yeah, I feel like we they need to separate them. Yeah. Maybe keep Gargano off for a little bit. This set of tapings or yeah, whatever. It's selling the injury. Yeah, yeah, end. that's like, the finish. The, the the finish that makes him look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, make him go away. Champa retains a few times, and then finally you you sp- bring it back and then heat it up for WrestleMania Takeover, and then people will be back into it by then. You give it time away, and then it'll rekindle. I I really think that would happen. Like I think absence for, makes the for, heart exactly, and I think that's what's 
difficult because they've got they've got jobs they need to work they have right. their yeah. TV money and stuff sure. but really for the story Gargano should sell a knee injury for a couple of months sure I, think. I mean it's better with tapings because it's just just Gargano don't leave your house do yeah. what Sandman or whatever did in ECW and just don't leave your house for a while so you can really milk kayfabe this but I can see it WH made a point um he said the final match needs to be a straight up wrestling match yeah it's Johnny wrestling and he should win in a straight up wrestling yeah it showed that like hey look it's a it's a last man standing and we've had the street fights and everything like that and because it's like not it's it's evil essentially it's bad and the bad took over and that's what took him wanting to hurt Champa is what cost him the match right so it's like the, the whole evil versus good good versus evil how would you rate the three matches in order uh, well, we we did on our takeover show, but I'd say it goes one two. Oh three. yeah, it goes one two three. It, I it, forgot about that. It, <laughs> I'm sure, you forget about a lot of things. Um, yeah, the first one was the best. The second one was the second best, and this was the I third. Agree. It was like, uh, like I said, the, this the third wasn't bad. No, no it wasn't. It, was match, it wasn't like it. it wasn't Back to the Future three bad. But it was good. It was the finish is what really dampened it for me. It was like ah. Uh, but again, it was a finish to. Right. Prolong it. Yeah. Um, I found the Twitter sure. back. Um, I know I'm in the minority, but I did not like the same Baszler finish from TakeOver at all. Uh, somebody of Kairi's size and strength should not have been able to keep Shayna's shoulders down like that, especially with Shayna resisting. And I'll say it right now, I do not get the hype around Kairi Zane at all. I, I get why she's popular, I just don't understand why she should be, she should be booked as a champion-level competitor. Yeah, you know what? Like, I'm someone who didn't really understand Kyrie. I still don't get, you know, what what she is. But watching the match, she's good. She's great. She yeah. knows how to sell. She knows how to make things look real and, and important. Um, the storytelling in the match itself was really good. Um, and I love the finish. Uh, I like the it finish. It came out of nowhere. It was really great uh, where she got that sneak. I think as well, if you think of it and look at it kind of as a legit sport, Kyrie's been doing this for 15 years. Sure. Shane has been doing this coming up to two years but she's a big bit of MMA right sure so, but it's a different right. like it's a different sport yeah. so like Kyrie winning with like the veteran move finding just a slight mistake that right. Shayna does to win I, I think it no was. I love the finish um, it was great I can get people not get, like not being able to get over the size difference right. the strength difference the only thing I don't get about Kyrie is like the whole pirate thing like I still don't understand it but it's whatever like everyone has weird gimmicks yeah. no one questions why a, a man came out pretending he was a dead man for years yeah. and like it's fine why is villain wear a yeah a it, like, like half the things in wrestling don't really need explanations so being a pirate is fine um yeah I'm getting behind. I can. I understand why people like her because I used to be like, oh, I don't get it. The only thing is like she's small, and then she fights uh, women who are also like kind of small. It, it makes it look fun. Like Baszler isn't the biggest, not the smallest either. But I, I didn't notice that in that. Match. I think I didn't notice size. I think her winning now gives us some fresh, like fresh types of matchups. Yes, yeah. Because uh, we've seen the the Baszler being the dominant heel for a while. Right. It's. It's good to just freshen it up. Different styles of matches we'll get now. Yeah, I think so too. And it's good. It's good to you know, freshen things up. Baszler was getting a little stale for me. So, and you know, Kyrie, 
the love of your life. Yeah. You were on in the entrance. You yeah, were on TV. I was. I was. Um, and she liked my tweet. Wow. She didn't retweet it. We're, we're not at that level yet. But. Kyrie. <laughs> I know. That's rude. Uh, well, you uh, can follow Davey on Twitter and Instagram. Where can the people find you? At Davey Portman. Go like his tweets. Go, Go like, like them, just like Kyrie Retweet did. them if you really like them. <laughs> Kyrie. <laughs> uh, follow myself at the Bray D Twitter Instagram follow us because we're gonna be going to Chicago uh, some point next week we'll do a show next week for for NXT but yep. then uh, we will be hitting the road Friday early Friday Doing morning road diaries yeah we're gonna be doing a bunch of stuff there so uh, follow our Twitter at Davey Portman at the Bray D follow us because we'll be doing a lot of stuff with John and Way we'll have a lot of fun We'll be eating some some Chicago deep dish pizza. We might go to the Home Alone house. We might go to where they filmed Ferris Bueller. I don't know, David. I don't make up the rules. We just got to go to all the John Hughes filming locations in Chicago. What do you want to do in Chicago? Just get drunk. Pizza. Pizza. Uh, karaoke, maybe. Oh, um, I'm sad we're missing I, I want to do karaoke. some touristy stuff. I, I just want to see, like, all right. I want to do Chicago. All right. Well, um, we will do. It'll be my birthday as well. Yeah, the September third is your birthday, yeah. so we will be there. It's nine three. Nine is divisible by three. Stop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks. All right. Uh, thank you for listening. Postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, all that lovely stuff. I thank you so much for all the people, the new listeners, and your new listener from finding us through the post wrestling stuff this past weekend. Uh, let us know if you are a new listener and if you already hate us. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, love and appreciate you. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.